I met a girl a few years ago at an open mic, one of the early open mics we used to do here in Durango. It was up on North Main, and she came in. It was her first time to ever, I think, even be at an open mic, and she signed up because a friend brought her there, told her to. You know, she's one of these funny friends, gets drugged to an open mic, signed up. But when she did her set, I was really impressed. It was like her material was very cutting and edgy and and, uh, vulnerable, and it just had all these great things that comics want. And it was her first time to ever do it. What she didn't have was great stage presence, not a ton of confidence. You know how it is your first time, you're a little bit nervous. And so the crowd didn't really give her the response I thought they should have. Like they didn't, they didn't laugh out loud a ton. Instead, it was more like, you know, sort of guffaws and gasps and like, oh no, did she really just say that? You know, that kind of reaction, which kind of terrifies me as a comedian watching in the audience, because I see there's danger of a comedy career not being born right? Danger. There's a like comedy abortion imminent. This talented comedian may never come back here again because they're doing this amazing set and the crowd is just not giving it to them. They're not reacting the way they should. So I went up to her after the show and I was like, you please, you got to come back. You're really good. Um, you're a comics comic. Don't worry about the crowd. Like they'll come around. You just got to keep doing this. And I didn't see her again for a while. I didn't see her again at any open mics. It was uh, several weeks and then months drug on. I finally bumped into her downtown, like at her job. And I was like, why aren't you coming out? What's up? Why not come to the open mics? And her response really surprised me and kind of made me like check myself. She was like, dude, I'm a single mom. (laughs) I've got girls to raise. I've got a job. I've got to make ends meet. I can't afford to do comedy. It kind of broke my heart. I was like, ah, you're right. I know what you mean. Never mind, like show up when you can, we'll be here, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, she did start to show up again. And in fact, she did get really good. And eventually she, uh, you know, applied for this next best comic of the Four Corners contest, a big amateur contest we do here every year. And out of like the 30 or so uh, amateur comics who applied, she got accepted. She was one of the 12 and she made it all the way through to the finals. She was one of the top three. And I think if we're being honest, everybody expected her to get like third, maybe second. Nobody expected her to win. And then she showed up the night of the finals and just freaking murdered. Took home the gold medal. She is the next best comic champion. And it was so cool to see that because her daughter was in the audience. And I was watching her daughter from backstage, like from side stage through the curtain. I was watching her daughter's face. And it was just lit up with pride. She was beaming. It was crazy. And it made me think of something like it occurred to me. I was like, oh, yeah, I know this, what this is. I I know this. This is that thing that comedians, a lot of comedians figure out over time, which Callie now knows, which is that comedy is therapy. Comedy is like the thing you do to make yourself feel better. Stand up comedy is like talking to a counselor. It's like hanging out with your best friend the night, you know, before you get married. It's like getting a a hug from your grandma. Like comedy is the best thing you can do for your emotional health. Why? Because you're taking all these negative things in your life. You're taking all of the shit, all of the problems, all the things you don't like about yourself, that you don't like about society, and you're making it funny. Like what could be more healthy and therapeutic than that? Well, then you're taking that material and going into a dark room full of strangers and sharing it with them. It's nuts how, how, how amazing and therapeutic comedy is. And so I think Callie realized that she was wrong. It's not that she couldn't afford to do comedy. She couldn't afford not to. 
because her daughters deserve the best Callie. Her daughters deserve the best mom that she could be. And the best Callie is the Callie that's doing stand-up comedy. Happy, fulfilled, you know, full of passion. And so, I don't know, we talk a little bit about that in this interview. We did this live at the Henry Strader Theater the same night we did Dr. Brian King. So this was my first podcast. I was very nervous. I talked to Callie a little bit about that before the interview as well in our phone call. And she helped me a lot. She's like, just be yourself. And I listened to the first episode I did last week. And I realized maybe I didn't be myself very good. Because I was trying to be professional, it was a little bit too radio voice. You know, I hearkened back to my radio days and kind of went into that. So hopefully you guys will uh, bear with me as I kind of figure this out. I'll get better at it. Uh, I think these shows are doing well. Uh, We've had uh, a lot of listeners for the first episode. I want to like get way more for the second one. We'll be out on iTunes soon. Hopefully that will help. But do me a favor and share this podcast. Talk about it um, and subscribe, download all those good things. It's going to be a good one today. Oh, I want to mention too, right after we come out of the intro, you're going to hear a little radio interview that Callie and I did to promote Next Best Comic of the Four Corners on a local radio station here in Durango. So look out for that as well. Sit back and relax. My name is Wes Stein, and this is the Comedy Showcase Durango Podcast. Comedy, comedy, comedy. Comedy Showcase Durango. Comedy, comedy, comedy. Comedy Showcase Durango My name is Wes, I do comedy Some funny, some not, so like dramedy And while other comics might be on top of me Steal all these fans, these drinks, they dump off of me And in return, I will give them lobotomies I'll be blowing their minds like a hajid I'll be slinging my jokes like a kajid So if you got the coin, I can rock it Comedy, comedy, comedy Comedy Showcase Durango Slinging these jokes and mocking these folks and doing my thing on the stage with these folks. They know that I'm woke because my brother thought I jokes, so it's making it look like a leg I just broke. Comedy, comedy, comedy. Comedy showcase the rainbow. Comedy, comedy, comedy. Comedy showcase the rainbow podcast. Hey, dear listener, I want to take just a second to tell you about the Four Corners Comedy Festival. You know, we're dropping this episode a day early today on Thursday instead of Friday, and that's because we want you to get involved with the festival. It's going to be so great. Come out this weekend. We've got comedy shows going on all over town, mainly at the Henry Strader Theater starting on Friday and then running all through the weekend. We've also got a reception party there Thursday afternoon at 5. You can find out more details and all the information at ComedyShowcaseDurango.com. We're also going to have a Best of the Fest showcase at the Fort Lewis College Community Concert Hall. That's going to be Sunday night uh, at 7.30 p.m. You don't want to miss that. Trust me. ComedyShowcaseDurango.com has all the information. It's the Four Corners Comedy Festival at ComedyShowcaseDurango.com. Now let's get on with the show. What about Chili Peppers' other side? It's Radio Without Rules. It's 92.9 The Point. You're tuned into The Breakfast Club. I'm Deacon. We've got some special guests on the show right now because mm-hmm. we're getting ready for an awesome comedy showdown. That's so, right. So we've got Wes and... Callie. Callie. Yes. Callie. Callie. I almost said Kelly. I'm glad I said that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and you, you are actually competing in the contest. Yes, I am. Awesome. Yeah. So, Callie, tell us what, what's a little bit of your style. What kind of humor are you doing? Um, you know, I have a friend that likes to call it scare comedy. Scare uh, comedy? Yeah. I, I like to go, like, straight for the heart and soul. <laughs> um, 
I don't know if you could say buttholes on the radio, but yeah, it's no, like the center. We just did, I guess. It's the center of my comedy. <laughs> it's butthole comedy. Yeah. It's the heart of it. Yeah, Callie's really funny. I would say abrasive is a good word for your comedy. Yeah, it's, it's shocking sometimes. <laughs> Bikers are mistaking me for one of them. Like, <laughs> I'll be like in line at the store and some like, you know, biker lady is like, oh yeah, didn't I see you at the rally? And I'm like, no. And she's like, yeah, you're T-Bones old lady. And I'm like, no. And like, I know what she's saying. Like, it looks like I eat a lot of road food and like my face has been like beaten by the wind and the sun and like a couple ex-husbands and shit. And like, at she's, they're not wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like at this point, should I just get a fucking motorcycle? <laughs> It's just like, become T-Bone's old lady. <laughs> Hello? Hey, is this Callie Parmenter? <laughs> it sure is. Are you a stand-up comic? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess I got the right person, huh? <laughs> How's it going? Hopefully. Doing pretty well. How are you doing? Good. This is my first time doing a podcast. Oh, excellent. Kind of nervous about it. Um, well, don't be nervous. Alright. Just be yourself. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. Well, <laughs> they're either going to love it or hate it, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I love I, that. You know, who doesn't like to talk about themselves? <laughs> right. But, you know. Right. That's why we're all here. That's what. That's so, the whole point. That's the reason I started the podcast so I could talk about myself all day. I all know, right? Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, so Callie, do you, I'm gonna officially ask you: Do you want to be on my podcast? I would be honored to be on your podcast. Yay! Okay, cool. I'll see you later at the theater, and we'll do this. Okay, sounds good. We'll see you soon. Bye. Comedy showcase the Rango podcast. Hey guys, give it up for Callie Parmenter one time. Oh yeah. We're going to have a seat here and have a little chat. Hey, that was funny, huh? I get to sit here and have this little guy. So, this is neat. I feel like a very... Uh, this is so professional. I'm really impressed right <laughs> now. <laughs> I feel like, uh, like a Johnny Carson with a meth problem. Yeah. Because it, it's Dave Oakley's carpet, isn't it? No, <laughs> no, no, it is mine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there is some dog hair on this carpet. Oh, that's I'm not gonna right. lie. It makes me feel like home. Uh, okay, thank you. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so so good, um, Callie. Let's talk about uh, you. This was a great set. Uh, to, uh, as usual, kind of vulgar, but not mm -hmm. not horribly tonight. We've right. we've heard way worse. Uh, I want to talk about this this because this is interesting to me. I love it when um, comedians are vulgar, you know, uh, if it's funny, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want people to just be vulgar for the sake of being vulgar. Right. Um, uh, these people seem to like. You guys thought it was funny, right? Not just vulgar? Yeah. So so how much thought goes into that? And, and you, are you trying to be vulgar or is that just how shit comes out whenever you... <laughs> whenever you're funny. How shit comes out. Um... <laughs> I'm just trying to be honest. To me, like, growing up, the funniest comics were always, like, the most vulgar. 
you know? And so I just, I, f I find it fun to kind of shock people. And it, it is, you do have to very like gently do it because you just don't want to be up here like butthole pussy. Because <laughs> then you just sound like a 12 year old, right. which I probably sound like maybe 15, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. and I don't know. I just think vulgar stuff is funny. Like in my 20s, I used to like surprise my friends by showing them my asshole insides. And so <laughs> this is like a refined version. Wait, you so know, you I've really them, but then like spread yeah, your butt I'd be cheeks. like, hey guys, and they look over and it's just money. <laughs> <laughs> like, like no, and I enjoyed it so much. I, <laughs> I bet you did. So see, I'm growing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that that does show a sign of maturity. Maturity. I like that. Right. Who who are those comics? What were some of those comics that you liked that were vulgar? I mean, wh who did you like when you were younger? What, I mean, what was the first comic you remember seeing? Um, well, of course, like Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Um, Me too. <laughs> yeah, like the I don't know if it's the raw or delirious, but yeah. the red leather one. And yeah, yeah, yeah. and I had it on tape and mm. um, John Candy, Chris Farley, Adam Sandler. I was like a teenager all those years when they were on SNL. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Those guys, Chevy Chase, I mean, yeah. all the good ones. You know, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm old school. I was born in 81, so. You know, I was thinking about the other day that Eddie Murphy stuff, if you go back and watch it, like, there's no way you could do, like, that. Um, it's, like, homophobic, and, like, there's right. a lot of stuff that's not really current or modern. Right. Um, so, but but still, like, the, the edginess holds up of, like, for mm -hmm. the time. Right, but totally. don't But don't go back and watch that now if you're expecting it to be, to hold up. I mean, it right. holds up, but just on certain things comedy showcase the podcast hey dear listener i want to take just another second and interrupt the interview i'm sorry about that but i want to tell you about the four corners comedy festival it's happening this weekend in fact it starts today if you're listening to this podcast the day it drops thursday then uh, yeah it's time to go man we have a reception party tonight at 5 p.m that's at the henry strader hotel and then the festivities get kicked off. Right after the party, we go over to the Irish Embassy downstairs for the Laugh Therapy Open Mic, the longest-running comedy open mic in Durango. Shortly after that, we go over to the El Rancho Tavern for uh, In on the Joke with Aaron Kyle Miles and all the uh, crew from Arizona. Don't miss that show. And I want to mention this, too. We have a comedy album coming out for the festival. We recorded this back in the spring. It's called Durango is Funny. It features eight comedians, and it is awesome. I just listened to it today. It just came out. It'll be available on iTunes and online soon. But we have hard copies, you know, like CDs, the things you put in the old uh, player thing. Uh, I have a CD player in my car. Maybe you do, too. We're going to have those for sale at the festival for 10 bucks. We've also got T-shirts. We've got all kinds of stuff so come by even if you uh, don't have a ticket you can still get one today you can get one tomorrow you can get one for that sunday night show at the concert hall either way we want to see you out and about for more information visit comedy showcase durango.com now let's get back to the show um i want to know about kind of where you grew up uh, let's dive into your background background what where did you grow up uh when you were a kid um i grew up and went to to school in Ignacio, as I said earlier, Ignacio? if you were listening. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. well, I was born in Montrose, Colorado, and then we kind of lived around the state, and my mom got a job with the tribe, so I actually grew up on the same block as the Teepee Lounge. I don't know if anybody's been there. It's a real... Nice. It's a nice joint. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Is it? It's great. Awesome. I think they finally got, like, wood floors instead of dirt. 
in the last decade. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting dynamic out there. I honestly got made fun of a lot because I was like the fat white girl on the block and mm. that will build your Wait, character. Wait, as opposed to the fat native on the block? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> there was only one of me though, you know, so. Oh, right, right, Yeah, right. I was alone, gotcha. which I get it. Like, we deserve it. I deserve it. <laughs> like, totally. Looking back, I'm like, yeah, I deserve it. It's totally. fine. <laughs> like, yep. But uh, and I just lost all my native podcast listeners. But oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well. No, they love us. They love me. <laughs> I fight. Jesus. I'm a fighter. Um, what oh else? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what else? Okay, so what was high school like then? Was that like, were you funny or were you like, were you, um, were you like mean to people? You seem like the kind of person like beat bitches up if they said something I about you. I definitely fought a lot you're a fighter but i also was like the party organizer you know i was the one that threw all the parties and organized the kegers uh -huh. and <laughs> shocking right <laughs> so like people wanted to be around me but they're like we hate her but she throws good parties i don't know wow <laughs> so at the parties were you like the center of the party or um what were you doing I mean, at the party i was shy initially in high school and then you know i got i got I got better. What was I doing at the party? Drugs. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, it so, was awesome. No, so, uh, I have heart problems now. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start uh, doing stand-up? I started about like May of last year. Really? That soon? Wow, give it up. That's really good. So what, you just started going to open mics? and I did. Um, I started going to open mics around town. Luckily, Durango has an environment that like nurtures that. I honestly have been thinking about doing comedy for like 10, 12, 15 years, but mm. I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't say that, you know? And one thing about comedy that appealed to me is it doesn't matter like what you look like, just like funny is funny, mm. you know? Yeah. And so. Yeah, give it up for that. Yeah. So That's awesome. like that, I was like, I could be amazing at this no matter, <laughs> you know, what's going on over here, but. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's right. So, yeah, comedy's honestly been very therapeutic and just super fun and a real a real bright spot. That's for me, great. For We're going to sure. talk to talk to Dr. Brian King a little bit about comedy as th therapy and all that, which is awesome. I want to know what your kids think about because they've seen you do stand up. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. What do they what does uh, Layla and the girls think about your you stand up? You know what? They uh, they get tired of hearing about my butthole, but <laughs> <laughs> come on, really? shockingly <laughs> uh but they're also like really proud of me because they see me like they s i'm like passionate about something that and i haven't really had that in a long time or ever so oh, that's so cool so yeah it's it's been cool that's cool so is that so can you kind of characterize some of the ways that doing comedy has has given you that passion or like made you a better uh like happier person i know i'm happier doing it like what is that <coughs> for you um I mean, making people laugh, it's kind of yeah. intimate. It's like almost like what you and your wife do. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Like, is this the right spot? Are they going to like this? Is this going to be too gross? Like, it's like. That's right. All relatives. So, <laughs> um. You're, find a tr you're trying to find the humor G spot with the crowd. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's That's very cool. rewarding. And then. I think it does give you peace to talk about your pain, obviously, and then we all laugh together, and then it's like, ah, eh, 
That's so what if I shit my pants? <laughs> I'm still cool. <laughs> yeah, right? It, it's like a... <laughs> It does like equal the playing field in a huge way. Yeah, for sure. Because funny is funny, and like you're <laughs> you talk about shitting your pants, which what other venue could you talk about shitting your pants and and it'd be awesome <laughs> and endearing. <laughs> it's way awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> well, listen, I'm I'm so glad you did this, and uh, I wish we had more time. We're gonna have to get uh, Brian out here, but uh, guys, Ooh. give it up for Callie Parmenter. Thank you. Thank you so much, Callie. Thanks, dudes. Well, we did it. Another episode in the books. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. I thought this was a really good show. I think we're just going to get better. I'm excited about that. Uh, Look, I'm going to take the music all the way down here for a sec to finish out because I got to tell you something that's gotten my heart real heavy. And it's that uh, Bobcat has canceled for his show in the festival. Uh, Apparently, he was in a car accident last week. Um, I read about that and, and over the weekend, this past weekend, and I was worried. We didn't hear anything over the weekend, so we were confident. And then uh, got word late Monday, early Tuesday that, uh, that he wasn't able to travel. So he is not going to be able to make it to Durango on Sunday. I'm, I'm beyond bummed. <laughs> I'm brokenhearted. Uh, not just because I'm not going to be able to see Bobcat, but because this, uh, this festival is a big deal. Uh, it's important to me. It's important to all of us uh, that are that are helping to put it on. And we really were excited that we had scored him. We got a contract. It was signed. We'd done deposits. Like everything was done. And um, now we now I sort of feel like I'm the guy that said he would get Bobcat and then didn't. You know that kind of thing. And so I'm I'm embarrassed. I'm uh, I don't know. It's just it's a bad thing all the way around. But we. We are going to move forward and we're going to do what we've always done, which is adapt and overcome. <laughs> That's the Durango comedy way. And by God, Durango comedy is awesome. And we're going to put our best foot forward and we're going to make this thing happen. But we need your help. Um, we are going to move forward with this Bobcat show on Sunday, only it's not a Bobcat show anymore. We're going to call it Best of the Fest Showcase. And we're going to take all the best comics from the festival there's, uh, I think, right at 60 of them in town. Uh, a couple of them had to cancel for last-minute changes, but we have like 58 comics, I believe, coming to town. And some of them are so, so good. They could be headliners themselves. And so we're going to put a ton of comics on this show. I think we're going to try to have, you know, 8 or 10 or 12. Uh, we're working all that out right now. We're trying to pivot and make this, uh, make this thing happen. And so uh, there goes my phone. Yeah, we're literally like working on it right now. So if you can um, just support us, that's what we need. We need you to jump in on this. We need you to um, basically just buy a ticket and show up, you know, show your support. Uh, that that, that uh, t- uh, concert hall show on Sunday night is going to be at DurangoConcerts.com. We're basically, we're going to close the balcony. We're going to close the orchestra pit. And we're just going to release uh, general admission tickets, all of them the same price, 20 bucks. Uh, you can sit anywhere you want and just uh, just please come out to that show because like it's you could imagine how devastating it is to us to lose our headliner the first time we're ever going to be at the concert hall. That was a bummer. So we are um, we are trying to pivot. We're trying to do the best we can. We hope you bear with us. We have festival T-shirts for sale. We have our new album that's just come out for sale. Uh, grab some of that stuff. Tell your friends about the festival. Today is Thursday when this podcast is out, so everything is starting tonight. But we have plenty of time to get tickets for that show on Sunday. 
please, please, please show us your love, show us your support. You know, we feel like Durango Comedy has been there for like the last three years. We've been providing this great amenity for downtown. Like you can come down there and see live local stand-up comedy, see some great traveling comics coming through. Um, it's just been a really nice thing to have, you know, for Durango. So, oh man, we need you guys to, to show up for us, you know, just this once. And I promise next year we will bounce back even stronger. We're going to get a better headliner. We're going to get a bigger headliner. Um, the community is behind us. So we just need you guys to come out and show it. Um, and that's it. All right, let's pick it back up. Let's get out of here on a high note. Happy festival, you guys. Um, everybody listening, uh, comics in town, happy festival. Thank you so much. My name is Wes Stein, and this has been the Comedy Showcase Durango Podcast. Comedy Showcase Durango. My name is Wes, I do comedy. Some funny, some not, so like dramedy. And while other comics might be on top of me, steal all these fans, these drinks, they dump off of me. And in return, I will give them lobotomies. I'll be blowing their minds like a hodgepodge.